Hello and welcome to this very special edition of the Hawk Talk podcast. Hope you're all enjoying a wonderful Easter long weekend as we count down to a massive doubleheader at the MCG. Just your old pal Nick manning the mic for this intro and it's a pleasure to bring you another interview with one of Hawthorne's most promising young players. Of course, I just mentioned Monday's doubleheader. This guy is set to strut his stuff in the curtain raiser. He's hoping to score a debut soon. It's none other than the rather tall Max Ramsden. He's been with the Hawks less than a year, taken in the 2022 mid-season draft with pick six, and it's easy to see why. He arrived at the club averaging 19 hitouts and 15 disposals per game. He's had a stellar start to the year, so much so in fact, a new deal has been signed, and he's set to stay with Hawthorne for the long haul. Now, myself and Tiz, we had a blast chatting to Max. I think you'll hear he's as friendly as he is tall, and of course, he towers over most. But anyway, let's get on with it. Here's our chat with Max Ramsden. G'day, Max. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Hawk Talk podcast. Uh, some brilliant news coming out of the Brown and Gold camp today that delighted all Hawthorne fans, I'm sure. You've signed on with the club through to the end of 2025. What were the main drivers behind putting pen to paper to continue with Hawthorne? Um, yeah, so I'm, I was stoked to sign it. Um, I think I'm more of a you know long-term prospect, as Bev said as well. And it's just good to get the uh, extra years locked away so I can just keep working, keep improving, work on my craft and yeah, hopefully soon I'll be out there on the you know on the big stage. I can see Tiz's face. He's wondering just how soon and for what game. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can't ask me that. I don't make the call. But. <laughs> I know, Max. I was putting you in, a, in an awkward spot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I just got to string together some you know consistent performances in the VFL so that you know when I get to that level they can you know trust that I'm going to do my job and get it done. Well, you had a fantastic outing in the pre-season, kicking four four goals, and and I particularly remember um, your performance in the elimination final in the VFL. The first quarter, you kicked a couple of great goals, and we thought, "Wow, has this bloke come on?" Because you would have about twelve months ago, you were lining up for Sandringham Dragons, and you know you're playing with uh, Cam McKenzie, who's at the club now. Yeah, yeah, that was cool for him to get there. And you got. Uh, Will Ashcross with you and yeah, Sheasel. Harry Sheasel and they go on to to win the NAB Premiership. Yeah, I was watching in the stands. Just I was gonna be, yeah, yeah. I went and supported them. And of course, you've played with Ned Long. Yeah, so yeah, went to school with Wardy and Ned, which is pretty cool. They're like some like my best mates at school, among my best mates at school. So like, it's just pretty surreal to be able to you know play at a footy club with my best mates it's pretty awesome well i wanted to ask you max about that experience of arriving at the club via the mid-season draft i mean it's a little bit a little bit different to, to the normal path taken well historically the normal path taken smack bang in the middle of a home and away campaign hawthorne's a hive of activity there's obviously a lot going on it's really easy to imagine it's just go 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 and you're learning a hell of a lot very quickly how was that experience yeah I wouldn't say I was throwing in the deep end, but yeah, I was moving pretty quick when I got there. 
so I just sort of had to adapt, I guess. Um, everyone was, you know, very accommodating to me. Like I didn't play first couple of games, you know, just as I got used to the, you know, the system and everything. Um, but after that, it was just, yeah, it was pretty easy, actually. Everyone there is so nice and, you know, welcoming. So it just felt like I slotted in really nicely. A little bit surreal for a Hawks fan, you know, coming up to Sam Mitchell, who's now your senior coach. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a bit weird. I actually met him when I was like, I think 11 or 12 or something. And I've got like, we bought one of his jerseys for charity. We like met him as a, as a family. And then, so I've got a photo with him when I was really young and we still have the jersey as well. So yeah, it was pretty pretty funny meeting him in person but you got to get over that pretty quick because you know he's your coach and he's not you know he's not a player anymore you got to treat him like a coach so in some ways it was very you had a lot of familiar faces around you but I remember in the first interview I, I think you had you said something that was curious to me you said uh, I'm going to try and not stay in my comfort zone too much yeah that was I think early on, Sam especially um, <clears throat> drove that a bit in a funny way, but also a bit seriously. Like me, would have been easy for me, Ned and Wardy to just, you know, hang, stick together because it's easy. Um, but yeah, I sort of pushed myself to make connections with other people, you know, older players, um, just, yeah, try and integrate myself in as quick as I could. And who have you bonded with? In my age group, I'm really good mates with Jai Sarong now. We... Um, sort of knew each other a little bit through, you know, mutual friends and stuff back at school. And then, yeah, I've tried to, you know, become a bit of an understudy to, you know, Cozzy and Mitch Lewis and stuff in the in the Ford group, as well as the Rucks like Reva, Miki more recently and Lynchy. Just trying to learn off them and, you know, take all their skills from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, that's how you have to do it. But um, so your focus has been on the forward craft coming into this year, has it? Well, it's been a little bit interesting because you know, at Sandy, I was just a ruck. Um, didn't really play that much forward till like right before the mid-season because I just think clubs wanted to see me forward, and, like not even because they wanted me there, or Sandy wanted me there. Um, but yeah, so now I've just been working really hard on that forward craft because, um, you know, my goal is to be more of a forward and then a ruck so I can impact in the forward line and then give, you know, Reaver or someone a bit of a rest and go and actually impact in the ruck as well so yeah that's my goal well just on that i wanted to ask what, what parts of your game max have you been feeling pretty positive about to date and in terms of how you're tracking of course and and what sorts of things are you focusing on to improve yeah so like my weapons i would say that's you know the terminology we use like our weapons i would say my like, running my running's definitely up there and then like my follow-up work and i think my marking as well has come a long way um, especially at training, like I've been starting to, you know, me and Blanky always go to each other in the match sim and I've been, you know, starting to take a few on him, um, which you wouldn't like me saying. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I've been really working on that. Um, and then something that needs to improve, there's quite a few things, probably just strength, I would say, and size. I'm still working to put on weight so I can compete, compete with the uh, bigger bodies, the AFL level. What does that look like? How big are these meals or how often are you eating now? Um, yeah, I try and eat, you know, as much as I can. When I got there, it was pretty intense. It was like six meals a day. I was trying to get in. Like I'd have brekkie at home, then another brekkie there, lunch, you know, a protein shake or a bit more food. And then I'd try and have dinner really early when I got home and then like really late as well, right before I go to bed. And I'm still trying to do that. It's, it's a little bit like, believe it or not, it's hard to eat a lot of food. You know, it gets, <laughs> I can't, I just can't get any more in sometimes. So um, yeah, I try and like, 
I try and eat as much as I can. I like have a protein shake before bed, like stuff like that. You know, try and just eat as much as I can at lunch, at dinner. How quick do you notice the changes? Uh, well, it's been pretty quick. I put on 10 kilos so far Wow. last June. So I'm trying to, by this June coming up, I want to, you know, get to, I don't know how much I can put on, but another kilo or two hopefully and just try and get a nice number for a you know a year years of years worth of progress you'd notice that in your movement and your strength in the contest and that you'd be feeling it yeah yeah strength in the contest is probably the main one like this year in some of the games i've just felt a lot more you know stable and secure and just especially in the ruck as well like i can actually use my strength more like at the start i had to rely a lot on trying to lose the my opponent like dance around them a bit and like hit them when they weren't watching and i still need to do that a lot but like i can sort of hold myself a bit better so yeah and the other the other guys have quite a you know 10 kilos on me each of them each of the other rucks at the hawks so well you belted out a a 2k time trial in in six minutes so if you can keep that up (laughs) with gaining 10 kilos that's that'll be incredible yeah, that's that's the main goal. I have, I think I have kept it up. We had a few time trials in preseason, which I like was happy with, even though I was ten kilos heavier than I was the year before. Um, so yeah, I think I've. That's yeah, that's the main balancing act. Just still being able to run and as well as you know put the size on. They've got you on the uh, the Mitch Lewis menu. <laughs> have you spoken to him about this? Yeah, I actually have a lot. So I talked to him about like you know having creatine and what sort of like. Um, meal plans he did like over pre-season and stuff and it's yeah it's good to have someone there who's been through a similar sort of situation to me now I, I imagine it's part of the course with contract talks that you know both parties sort of discuss how you've been tracking and, and where you, you all think you're headed and you know we've seen you have a lot to offer as a ruckman and the same as a forward target too what a Hawthorne have in mind for you long term and you know obviously we're not expecting a a full peek behind the curtain here in terms of the contract talks, but what what is what does the future look like between the club and in your assessment? In my assessment, I'm a you know a long term piece of the puzzle for the Hawks, you know, and a you know someone who's going to be there for a long time. Hopefully, they think that as well. Um, but yeah, I just need to. I'm going to yeah try and be like a forward that can impact really well, and then just help out in the ruck as well. That's I think that's their overall. No vision for me. Now this week, of course, you'll be playing on the MCG. Have you been out there before? Uh, besides Auskick, no, I haven't actually. I'm pretty excited. It's a big stage. That's going to be a massive day come Monday. Yeah, well, I'll be playing in the VFL, so um, there won't be that much of a crowd. But by the last quarter, hopefully, people start trickling in. Oh, you'll probably hear me from the stands. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> I'll look for you. The umpires report good things. Hearing him from the stands. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as we're chatting, Max, I mean, it's surreal, really, because it doesn't feel like you're, you're in year one uh, of your AFL career. From the outside looking in, I don't, don't know how it feels for you, but, you know, a debut awaits sometime soon, hopefully. But to date, what about this experience as an AFL footballer has been, well, first, what you expected, but also has there been anything that surprised you? Uh, I don't know. I think maybe when I first got there, I was a little bit, like taken aback by how much like you know work everyone puts in like I knew that there'd be a lot of work to do but like just the extent of it probably at the start you know I had to think about it a bit but other than that it's been pretty like what I expected it's it's a great environment to you know work in and it's funny you said that about um 
you know, being in my first year because I think it, <laughs> I, people like glaze over it. I'm, I'm still doing my first, oh, I just did my first preseason with all the new draftees, but like I'm also in my second year. So it's kind of weird, but yeah, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been awesome. Well, speaking of all the draftees and the new faces, I think something that's become evident, especially, you know, in Sam Mitchell's tenure, but especially over the last few months, one thing that comes across is the closeness of this group. Has that really been a priority for you guys, building that culture? Yeah, yeah. We work a lot on our, you know, connectiveness and our friendship. So we do like, we have a wings program, it's called, which is like, um, for I think it's third years and under. So we, you know, do activities together and like try and build our connections so that, you know, as the year, as we move through the years, we just become a really, really strong unit. And the older, and like obviously the older boys are all close as well. So yeah, it is really important. With the mid-season draft, did the club approach you and, and let you know that they were looking at you or, or how did that happen? Because it's a big reaction from you on the night. Elation. Yeah, I was, that was a very nerve-wracking night. Um, but yeah, I had a few interviews with different clubs um, including Hawthorne, I was pretty pumped when they gave me a call. Um, and so we did an interview, um, I forgot where the first one was, but then we did one at the club. And then like the day before the draft, we did another one at the club. Um, and I actually didn't really, I mean, I thought like it was a chance, but there are teams ahead who I thought might pick me as well. So I was really, you know, hoping that I'd get to the Hawks and that they'd pick me. Um, but yeah, it was pretty... It was pretty crazy when they actually did. It was like a dream come true, really. What What's your first premiership you remember for the Hawthorne Footy Club? Uh, 2008, uh, I remember probably the most. I remember watching it at like a friend's house or something. I was pretty young. I think I was five. Yeah, so. I was thinking you were five. <laughs> but I just have like a few mental pictures of it. Just like I just remember being happy, but like not really understanding why. I like knew that I went for the Hawks, but like, you know, I wasn't really sure like why I was – being like why well, I was happy but yeah I just remember that what inspired you to to carry on with AFL because it's a real commitment once you get to a certain age and, and you've got you've got other um, intellectual pursuits as well you're doing engineering as well is that right yeah yeah I'm doing commerce and engineering um but yeah so when my journey was a bit different so I like when I was in year nine I think I was doing like way too much sport like athletics basketball footy all this stuff and I was just like, I had like a bunch of growing pains and stuff. And I just couldn't handle it. So I like gave footy a rest for a couple of years and played <clears throat> basketball, which I was enjoying a lot of the time. And then just through like COVID and, you know, all of that, I just really wanted to get back to footy and playing with my friends, which is because the majority of them played footy at school. So me and Wardy and Ned really just, uh, I went and did, you know, a bit of a, pre-season with them through COVID just before year 12 so that was yeah 2020 I think and then yeah got into that got into the ones at school and then we only played like three games or something because of COVID which was a bit annoying but then yeah after that once I got invited to Sandy I just thought you know give this a crack like see how it goes like I love playing footy so be awesome to actually do it as a job and then yeah luckily it worked out. It's a very interesting uh, thing that you mentioned because I, I a few years ago, Clarko was talking to the AFL about the process of bringing talent into the league and, and things like that. And he he referenced a few ideas about generalists in sport and how it was better for young kids to be playing different sports and, and working on the eye coordination 
hand-eye coordination in, in different sports and, and just reaching, you know, different elite levels, not having to play AFL the whole time. And it's also touched on by, um, I think his name's David Epstein. He writes a book on range. And it was something that at the time we thought he was talking about Mitch Lewis, who's got some ridiculous handicap in golf and a couple of other things. We were looking, we had very late draft picks and they were picking guys that were good across a whole range of sports. And it just meant that they could adapt quicker, you know, their mind and their body for, to what what the uh, coaching panel needed out of them. So, yeah, it's a it's a fascinating way. So you've come to it from a, from a love of teammates and and camaraderie. Yeah, well, obviously I played when I was junior and everything. But, yeah, I just came back to it cause I, <clears throat> just because I missed it and I was wanted to play it again with my friends and it was fun. But, yeah, I think that it's definitely a lot of merit to that um, generalist thing because, like, for me at least, I feel basketball has helped a lot with sort of, like, awareness of like space and stuff because you get like way less space and time in basketball and i just feel i don't know if it's from that but i feel like it has helped a bit certainly got the tap work down i couldn't help but indulge in your highlights before coming on and i was like yep liking this liking the look of this very much uh it'd be remiss of me to not attempt a bit of a callback here now tiz you and i were at the agm and we had i think josh ward an interview the very next night after the AGM or something <laughs> like that. And, and we thought we'd ask Sam, you know, what might be a good thing to ask Josh? And Sam replied, ask who's smartest at the club. <laughs> Max, how do you and Josh stack up? Because you obviously went to school together. Who, who's ahead of who in terms of the enter? Yeah, well, we, we, we pushed each other quite a lot at school, but technically I got a better ATAR than him. There so. it is. Technically, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he did. He did nod to that before Christmas, didn't he? Yeah, he'd have to. He'll, he'd have to admit to that, but he'd put up a fight as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like you're both very competitive at, across the board. Yeah, yeah, we were and everything. Well, speaking of your teammates, I, I, I'm curious. You, you've spent some time up Ford. You're learning the Ford craft. Who would you imagine is the best to deliver the footy to you? Lace out, inside 50, right on the chest. Well, after I've just given Morty a bit of a bath, I'll say probably him. He's a very good kick. Just, just repair the relationship there. I think we're going to have a lot of fun watching these boys over the years, Nick. Well, I was going to say, we've got some good kicks. I mean, Cam McKenzie, who's also a former teammate of yours, Max, he's come on board and... He's a beauty. We, we already know that. So I look forward to seeing that dynamic between you guys. Yeah, I was pumping him up a lot to Mark and the you know recruiting team um, around the draft time because, yeah, I love playing with him at Sandy and it's awesome playing with the Hawks as well. Well, I think it's very surreal to think that, you know, 2008, you're five years old, you're watching the grand final and I reckon sooner rather than later, you'll be wearing the Hawks colours, you'll be taking on the hoops, You'll be kicking the sealer. I don't know, it's just all fantasy booking, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty awesome to think about. Um, but I try not to, you know, think about those bigger picture things and just try and just go, you know, day by day. Because um, it's pretty easy to get, like, overawed by that sort of, you know, thinking in that situation. So just treat it like, treat each day like, you know, just another day to get better. And then hopefully that will come eventually. It's the old adage of uh, one game at a time, isn't it, Max? Yeah, it's a cliche, <laughs> but it actually it is 
True. All right. Well, we thank you so much for your time and best of luck. It sounds like you're going to be running out for uh, for Box Hill in the VFL, taking on Geelong side on Easter Monday, getting down there for the curtain raiser. We'll see you there, Max. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much for having me on. Yes, he's a delightful young man, is Max Ramsden. So excited to see what he can do this year. Hopefully we'll see a debut at some point soon. A big thanks to Max for his time, and thanks, of course, to the club. These opportunities do mean a lot, and we're delighted to bring you, the listeners, this kind of content more and more these days. All right, onto the social media stuff before I wrap things up. You could be listening to us via Apple or via Spotify. However you're tuning in, have you considered leaving a rating or review of the show? It really help us out. It basically puts our show up in lights for other Hawthorne fans so we'd really appreciate it if you took the time to do that of course you can find us all over the internet really we have a community of diehard Hawks fans on Twitter Facebook and Instagram we'd love to have you on board and of course as always we'd like to extend a massive thanks to our many proud passionate and paid up Patreon subscribers who show the podcast some love and help us put time into it week in week out a big Hawk Talk podcast shout out to our latest subscriber Jason cheers mate really appreciate the support for anyone who's unsure what I'm on about, please head to patreon.com slash hawktalkpod. If you like the show, you want to support it, this is the best way to do it. And you can score some bonus content in the process, including our 2023 season guide, patreon.com slash hawktalkpod. Now, by the way, if anyone wants to purchase a hard copy of that guide, we've still got some handy, and I know a few of you missed out round one and you're keen to get your hands on a copy Well, if you're going to the game on Easter Monday and you are keen to buy one, do slide on into those DMs. Give us a heads up. We'll make sure we have a copy on hand for you. Anyway, that's all for this mini episode. We're going to be back for our recap of the Easter Monday clash with Geelong right before we head off to Adelaide for Gather Round. And we're so excited for that. With any luck, we'll be on the road riding high after a magnificent win over the Cats. Fingers crossed. This has been the Hawk Talk Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are a happy team at Hawthorne.